the year is 1986. The average monthly rent is $385. The Oprah Winfrey Show debuts nationally. Some popular movies this year include Top Gun, Crocodile... G <laughs> I choked! <laughs> Crocodile Dundee, Aliens, and Platoon. The Hands Across America campaign raises $34 million. And what goes up does a little bit of a festival circuit, and then I think it just came out on DVD. <laughs> I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And, and this is History Dust. Wow, 1986. Hillary wasn't even born for one more year. <laughs> yes, this was the year before Hillary was born. You know, last episode was 2009, which is the same time what goes up came out yes so we already covered what happened in 2009 we yeah. covered all of it you guys got it right you guys got the idea so because this movie is set in 1986 yeah and because only four things happen a year yeah we had to do another year <laughs> we had to get creative that's what you've signed up for that's yeah what you're looking for some and creativity. speaking of signing up hit subscribe <laughs> yeah tell them right at the top right at the top download this episode share it send it to your friends share it send it to your mom follow <laughs> us on instagram on tiktok <laughs> at history doves oh this has been fun this is a good episode <laughs> and that was history doves i'm just kidding what's up what were you up to in 1986 gosh 1986 i was negative nine yeah um, my mom had just graduated high school the year prior. My dad graduated high school in 86. That's cool. Yeah. Your mom had you nine years after she graduated from high school? Is that uh, what that yeah. means? Yeah. Seven years after my brother graduated, she had him, I guess. I mean, she went to college and got married in that time. A yeah. lot happened. A lot happened. <laughs> no, I don't know why. I'm, I'm just bad at math. It does seem <laughs> weird, though, and wrong. It but does seem wrong, yeah. but some people choose to live a certain lifestyle and that's getting married and having kids. And as controversial as that is, we have to accept them. Yeah. It's so true. Sorry, my mom. Yeah, my mom was a teen mom at 25. <laughs> <laughs> this has been weird. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, where were you in 1986? Um, you know, I was I was mostly roller skating. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for <laughs> the most me, part. Tell me more about that. That's pretty much all you need to know. <laughs> That's kind of all I was up to. But more importantly... What was Hillary up to? What was Hillary up to? Well, she was starring in the film What Goes Up. That's right, she was. Before she was even born, she was playing a high schooler again. <laughs> Yet again. Not just a high schooler. A high school... Yeah, this exact same character the as exact before. same character. The exact same character, Shasta O'Neill, from the movie that we covered so last week. So if you didn't if you didn't catch that one, it's okay. The character is in this one too. It's so funny because they both came out in two thousand nine and they just the people couldn't get enough of Hillary as a teenager inviting much older men <laughs> to high school social functions <laughs> <laughs> that they shouldn't be going to. Yes, and much older men Taking advantage of that. Taking advantage of it and still seeming like the good guy. Yeah. And still being <laughs> the the heart of the story is about them. I'm very, con honestly, Paige, I'm very confused about what happened during this movie. I, really? This one was far less confusing to me than War, Inc. I'm really? Like, oh, yeah. Well, I did watch War, Inc. twice and I War was Inc. watching this a second time before you came over because I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. I feel like that might 
might be just because there's not a lot to get and it feels like there should be more. Mm, okay. There's a lot of characters. Like I'm too smart. Yeah. I'm yeah, almost too smart. Yeah. I get told that a lot too. Yeah. You're maybe just looking for a deeper meaning. Yeah. Um. Do you want to give a synopsis potentially? Yeah, I would love to. Okay. I just didn't know if you felt confident. I definitely am not confident. Okay. That's even I'm better. definitely not confident. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I could... I could give the real oh. synopsis. Yeah, you have it pulled I up. I have it pulled up. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. But I might just do it, you know, in a fun I might add a I might add up a, a little spice of my own. Yeah, please, please do. When a group of teenage social misfits befriend a jaded journalist on assignment in their small New Hampshire town, they all find themselves searching for meaning and truth in their crazy mixed up lives. Nope, that was that was word for word what they have as the description. I feel like that's the vaguest. Yeah, that's also like not really what this movie was no. about. It could describe a Any lot of movie. movies. <laughs> it could is absolutely. Also, what's fun is that I've spent a lot of time in Concord, New Hampshire, actually. Really? Yes, this is where this is. Why? Set, uh, because my aunt lives in New Hampshire, oh, and Concord right. is where you go to the outlet stores. Oh. It's also where, like, the buses. So you've done some shopping in Concord in yeah, your time. I've done some shopping in my time. You guys oh. ever been to a Craig Hopper uh, outlet? Crag Hopper, actually? No. It's a but British, I'm not one to brag. It's a British outdoor brand. Oh. <laughs> yes, it's very popular amongst middle-aged women in New Hampshire. British outdoor? Mm-hmm. I didn't know they had that there. No, they don't. Oh. <laughs> it's just what they think the outdoors would be yeah, like. Got if it, it wasn't raining. <laughs> anyway, it's just like kind of weird to see this movie there. And this, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I, I can give it a description. You give it a better description than that. Well, I just feel like there's a lot of big details missing. This journalist shows up and finds out that his former classmate was a teacher at this school. Wait, and can I give a little bit more context? Sure. The journalist shows up in this town specifically to cover the space launch. Of, right. I was going to get that. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. Of 1986, the, the one that ends tragically. The Challenger. The Challenger explosion. Mm -hmm. And so he's there specifically to, to cover the teacher who's going into space. And then he shows up and he's like, oh, also my friend is a teacher at this exact same high school. Or not anymore. Not anymore, because he shows up and Paige take his, it away. His former classmate, who is a teacher at the school, has died. So it's like a year before, a week before uh -huh. the Challenger explosion happens in the same town, and another teacher has died. So he's they're they're he gets really close to the class because they all kind of look to him as oh like oh you were friends with our teacher tell us more about him yeah I guess I just don't get Steve Coogan's motives for why is he getting close to them why is he sticking around town why is he not actually covering the real teacher he's supposed to cover like I'm just very confused the whole movie that's why I'm like I don't get it I'm like I don't think I get the plot or what he was doing I think that he just thinks it's an interesting story that's really the only motivation I could find because he that it's weird that the class was weirdly close with this teacher. Yeah, like it was like cult-like. Yes. And they have their own classroom outside that they call the shed. It's like their homeroom teacher. Yeah, yeah it's like portables. My school had portables. And it was like they were kind of the outcast, like freak kids is how they 
were framing it. Yeah, and they were almost like, it was like, um, like, oh, Captain, my Captain, almost. Like, he was their leader, and they loved him. Yeah, so I think that he thought that was interesting and had a personal connection to it because he did go to school with this guy. So I think that was why he was hanging around. That's how Hilary Duff, spoiler, got him to go to the party. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, it'd be good for the article. Yeah. Another party. I guess I'm just like, <laughs> how did he, he even, like, he was like already, fo- wasn't he already following Hilary Duff and then he found out that his friend died? Well, he was following like the whole class. But he was following the whole class and he didn't know that the friend had just died like that oh, yeah. day. He showed up. At the shed. Yeah. The classroom. And then a couple of the students were like, who are you? Do you know our teacher? And he was like, wait, yeah, I do. Yeah. We went to school together. Yeah. And it takes him like a while to figure out that he's passed, right? Or am I wrong about that? I think they tell him pretty quick. They tell him pretty quick. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, I I guess I just don't understand why this, again, I'm like a broken record because I this is exactly what I said last episode is... Why is this adult man hanging out with high school children? I am scared to think that maybe this is some sort of just fantasy. Yeah. Because it's all, it's Hilary Duff. She's 22, 23, but she's playing 17, 17 in this movie. Yeah. And obviously her love interest is way too old for her, just like the last one. Yeah, I just feel like she's like being fetishized for being right. young and being like, quote unquote, jailbait. Yeah. Which is, I think, just a disgusting term. But um, it's just like, why? Yeah, I don't know. I wish I could tell you. Yeah. I wish I was in the mind of a 40-year-old man. Ugh, every day. Every day, I wish. Yeah. Well, this movie took a long time to be produced. So maybe he was writing it in like a 1986 mindset. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we're, we're forgetting it's 1986. It's, it was a different time. 17 in 1986. That's practically 27. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And 44, that's basically 29. So. (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah, I think I read that, actually. Completely age appropriate, actually. (laughs) Well, that's such a relief. Yeah. Wow. Um, Can we talk about the cast a little bit? Absolutely. I would love to. What an insane cast. Yeah, let's run it. Let's run through. Well, first of all, Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. Hilary Duff. Yes. Molly Shannon. I love Molly Shannon. I love Molly Shannon. No, no I love Molly Shannon. I thought I loved Molly Shannon. Oh, no, wait. You love Molly Shannon. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I hate Molly Shannon. You like you like Maya Rudolph. Oh, right. We could only each like one. We, yeah, we had we to take split turns. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got Amy. You got Tina. I was going to say that exact same thing. <laughs> but we do share custody of Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Sorry. This is fair is fair. Someone had um, to be Switzerland. But yeah, Molly Shannon, incredible. Um, who am I? Josh Peck. Josh Peck. Do you think, I want to pose a question to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Do you think that Hillary and Josh talked about this movie on the set of How I Met Your Father? Absolutely. They must have, right? How do you not? We're like, hey, remember in 2010 when we were both hanging out with Steve Coogan? <laughs> like, I feel like if they're filming, like, you know, anytime you see an old friend, it's like, oh, remember like when we hung out? I guess 10 so. years ago? Like the, yeah. like the last, because they're going to be on set being... Well, the last time we were on set together was with Steve Coogan. But I wonder if <laughs> actors really do that. That's the, I'm like, curious. I feel like it'd be weird if they didn't. It's right. like you're going to deny that you have a whole history together. Well, 
It's like if you worked on a set with someone and you work with them again and you yeah. end up having small talk, you might point out. Yeah. It makes I sense to me. So. I absolutely would, but I'm a talker. You are a talker. But, and I play it too cool sometimes, so they'd have to bring it up first, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, not me. I'd be like, Josh, what? Have we met? <laughs> yeah, no, not me. I'd be, I'm like, we've met, and I remember your cousin's middle name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. I come on pretty strong. You either you like it or you don't. That's what we love about you. Yes, it is. Yeah. Aww. The only thing. The I, only I can, thing. I can only think of one. Come back to me. Circle back. <laughs> can I? Okay, I want to. I want to get into. I want to get into the cast. Okay. And what could have been? Oh, please tell me. Do you know? That this movie was in production for many, many years. And I the learned cast that. changed okay. many, many times. Okay. And it is so fun. Okay. So, as we know, Josh Peck right. played Jim. Mm-hmm. I want you to guess, like, who do you think? Can you give me a year? Was it, like, a different time period? Because it was trying to get made for so long? Oh, that's a great... Like, who was the Josh Peck of 2006? You know what I mean? I mean, Josh Peck was, but you get the idea. <laughs> I guess it's just, I guess it's just someone who's slightly older than Josh Peck. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good enough. Um, gosh, I'm gonna say Milo Ventimiglia. Oh, that's a really <laughs> right. Fun Not guess. bad. Yeah, it's Paul Dano. <gasps> okay, okay. Which I wrote in my notes as Paolo Dano. <laughs> Paolo. We love Paolo. Oops. That was a Freudian slip. Okay. <laughs> Paolo Dano. Okay. Now, Lucy. Hilary Duff. Yes. Was originally supposed to be played by, can you guess? Okay. I have a theory now. Yes. So I am going to guess. Yes, I would love you to. I have two. Okay, yeah. I got mine. Ready? Yeah. Mandy Moore. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so proud another, of you. Give me another. I'm so proud of you. And then I'll tell you how I know the answers. Okay. Now Tess. Uh huh. Yep. 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 Tess is a character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she went through a lot of different castings. Okay. Can you name one? I think I have one. Okay. Amber Tamblyn. Yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> Amber Tamblyn, who, by the way, like, is is she in this movie at all? I don't think because so. Because when I was looking at the IMDb, like her name showed up and I was like okay and then well, I tried to click on it and then it just took me to her page like it wasn't a helpful link IMDB you guys could work on your website I think I know why um also Tess the character very similar to Tibby yes Tibby vibes big Tibby vibes Tibby vibes um so I watched <laughs> huge Tibby vibes huge Tibby vibes <laughs> in the end credits of the movie mm-hmm. they thanked a lot of people Paul Dana was one, Mandy Moore was one, Amber Tamblyn was one. And so that's why I was like, maybe they were thanking the people who oh, because were they previously were like, attached to the Because they project. were like maybe workshopping it with yeah, for a while and stuff. I love watching the special thanks on movies because they always thank a bunch of like famous people that you wouldn't think would be attached to the movie. Who so they, they maybe also, like pissed off. They also thanked Tim Blake Nelson, who was probably supposed to play a role in this Who's movie. Who's Tim Blake Nelson? The actor Tim Blake Nelson. Um, have you seen Holes? Yes. He's Mr. Mom in Holes. Oh. No, that's not his character. Mr. That's, Sir. Mr. Sir. No, Mr. Sir is. That's oh. what I was thinking. I know. I know. They call him Mom, though. But what's I, his, I don't, don't remember, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Not John Voight. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the wimpy one. <laughs> I sh- really should know his name. Uh, but yeah, that's Tim Blake Nelson. Uh, John Cusack. Whoa. Willem Dafoe. 
Imagine if John Cusack had been in another movie with Hillary Duff. Exactly, right? That's why I was With watching... an inappropriate male. Well, I don't know that he was ever part of the cast, but it's, I did yeah. watch the end credits and see that in the special thanks and think, hmm, did that have something to do with Hillary? Interesting. Fascinating. Right? Um, also, Michelle Williams. Okay, so... so she must have been a role. Okay. Yes, you stumbled onto something. Okay. The I also have Amanda Peet. No. Okay. I did not get Amanda Peet, but that is fine. Last person that was in the special thanks that I need to point Mm -hmm. out, Barack Obama. (laughs) I don't think he was originally supposed to play a role, but he's in the special thanks. I'm like, what did he possibly have to do with this? He was actually originally supposed to play Tess. (gasps) I can see that for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a challenging role. Yeah, and she gets an abortion, and it was supposed to be like his way of saying like that he's pro-life without putting... Roe v. Wade, you know, before codifying it, he was like, I'm going to do this instead. Yeah. I think you meant pro-choice, but... What did I say? (laughs) Pro-life. I always say it wrong because I'm like, it saves lives. Anyway. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Not what I was um, even trying to hit upon. Okay. you have So there's more people available to have auditioned for Tess or to have been cast as Tess. Okay. As well as Peggy. There's some... Peggy. Peggy, who is in the wheelchair and is played oh, by right. Sarah Lind. Um, gosh, I don't even know. I've run out of people from the special thanks. Okay, yeah. So there's no one else from the special thanks besides one more person. Okay. Who you already mentioned. What? Oh. Maybe you didn't mention it. Well, I'll, re- I'll, there's someone else who played Tess. Maybe I don't understand the question. Just tell me. Okay, I'll, I have to I have to lead you to it because okay. this is a very important person in oh, our... Oh, Michelle Williams. Okay, yeah, yeah, I did already mention her. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay. I was she like, was this almost... is a very important person in our relationship. Yes. She was almost Tess? Or she was... Yeah. Be Tess? Wow. She was going to be Tess. I which can't even... W- imagine if it had been Hillary and Michelle Williams. That's like a generational... I know, I know, but imagine. Uh, yeah, wow. Imagine that. Why can't we get a Hillary Duff, Michelle Williams... Yeah, movie. they should be playing sisters. They should be. Okay, so we could have we could have had wow. Mandy Moore and Michelle Williams too, though. Like, imagine yeah. the world in which oh those two are together. Like, I love that. I love that too. They both would have been so good. Okay, so now for Peggy, we we cast Sarah Lind. Uh huh. But originally we had Kelly Garner, who I don't know who that is. Do you? No. Okay. Poor Kelly Garner. I know. Aw. This could have been her big break. Oh, Kelly, we love you, girl. Um, we also have Allison Pill for a little bit. She gets cast as the role of Anne and then drops out. So now we're back to Peggy. There's one more person. Okay. Do you want to guess who? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, think like good girl okay. type. We were talking about Veronica Mars earlier. Oh, Kristen Bell? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Amanda Seyfried. Oh, I forget she's in Veronica Mars. That's a good one. Yes. And she had to drop out because she got the role for Mamma Mia. Wow. Yeah. So it was worth it. Oh, yeah. It was beyond. It was like the best choice she could have made. I am surprised, but I'm also not surprised that. In all the rounds of casting. Yeah. Just so many white people. Oh, just 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 recycled white people. Just like different versions of different white it, people. Yeah, same person in different fonts. They're like, this character couldn't possibly be a person of color. Right. Right. Of course not. In what world? It's 1986. 
It's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's it is crazy. ridiculous. That's uh, all I was thinking the whole movie. I was like, everyone's just so white, painfully white. <laughs> <laughs> Even like all the choir kids, like in Molly Shannon's musical. Yeah. Which can by we get the into way, Molly Shannon? Yeah, of course. But while we're on cast still, mm-hmm. uh, Molly Shannon <laughs> was not part of the cast. <laughs> no, no, no. But one of the kids in her musical group. Yeah. Uh, was the best friend from Austin and Allie. Really? Did you catch that? No, I did not. <laughs> you weren't really an Austin and Allie girl, though. No, right? but I do know who you're talking about. Yeah. I wasn't an Austin and Allie girl. That's not even a confession. I stand true to that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't consider myself an Austin and Allie you girl. You kind of, it seems like you've already kind of aligned yourself does, with that camp. It does camp. seem that way. It does. It? Yeah. So I guess, I guess it's true now. I guess I have to watch the show. No, it's okay. Oh, okay. I don't have to? To be an Austin and Alley girl? Yeah. Oh, this is great news. Well, then, yeah, I'm an Austin and Alley girl. You kidding me? Love those sons of bitches. <laughs> Whoa. Paige, calm down. Oh, my Paige is gosh. getting an Austin and Alley tattoo right now. <laughs> Another one? <laughs> it's getting weird. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. Did you have something to share about Molly Shannon? Oh, just that I want to talk about her character. So mm. I don't know if that counts as a cast discussion or a character discussion, but what was happening there? Well, so <laughs> I think this movie left a lot of questions unanswered. Mm-hmm. Sort of on kind purpose. Of posed more questions than it answered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of just like a series of vignettes tied together with Hillary Duff's beautiful smile. Um, That's what I would write if I was a reviewer. (laughs) There was a plot to it, and they introduced a lot of ideas. Yeah. But they left things open to interpretation a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of it, I'd say. And so one of those is sort of how this teacher died. Sam. Yeah. Right? Was his name? Yeah. Mr. C. Mr. C. Um, And at one point, it's alleged that Molly Shannon pushed him. It is? Yeah, off the roof. Because we know he fell off the roof. Maybe jumped, maybe fell. I did not catch that. It was pretty... (laughs) Are you serious? So, when she's playing the piano for the musical, you'll remember this. Mm -hmm. She's playing the piano, the musical is happening. Mm -hmm. She turns the page of her sheet music, and there's a drawing on the sheet music of her pushing you don't remember this I guess I was I was painting while I was watching and I guess I missed a very important um visual clue (laughs) maybe this is why you were so confused but that's what I I thought I was looking up there's a a, I just thought she was nutso I didn't realize someone had vandalized her sheet music and had drawn a picture of her pushing Mr. C off the roof and it said like I know you killed Mr. C. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I missed the main the main point of the movie. I don't think it was the main point because, it again, it wasn't really super, like, we didn't. It was never confirmed nor exactly. denied. I thought the implication was that he completed suicide. Well, I think they wanted, it was meant to be kind of ambiguous. Right. Because the, when Steve Coogan shows up uh-huh. and, fi- like, goes to the roof. He's already convinced the kids, like, you know, it was intentional, this this thing that happened. Um, but then he sees the necklace hanging uh-huh. and assumes that he kind of went to grab the necklace and accidentally tumbled. 
But I think they purposefully didn't say okay, yes. what happened. For me, I thought the necklace was maybe even an indication just that he had it had fallen off. That's what I thought they were trying to do. But then he got the necklace and he brought it to Lucy and he said, I'm sorry, I was wrong. It yeah, was which- an accident. He was thinking of you. I think that is such a terrible thing for him to say, too, is to say it was an accident. And then for her to live with the guilt that he was trying to return this, like, necklace to her. Also, how could it have gotten up there? He handled so many things wrong. How like, did how did the necklace just, like, fall up onto the roof? Like, that's very odd. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's very strange. And can I tell you, when I saw this yeah. shot of then, like, the, the school kid, Lou, who I, I loved that character, the one who's, like, being bullied by Molly Shannon. Uh-huh. In, like, a weird, insane, like, the shoplifting thing. The kid, like, shoplifted. And then, like, they care loot. more. Yeah. What? She... Loot. They call her loot. Loot? Oh, my God. I thought they were calling her Lou. No, loot. That is so funny. I had to watch it. This is so embarrassing. I had to watch it with the closed captions on. Because in the beginning, I couldn't understand Steve Coogan's accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, not even that British. But I was like, what is he saying? Yeah. No, that's really funny. No, I do. I I have uh, subtitles a lot, but I guess I didn't because I thought her name was Lou. But it's funny because they said, like, you have this punishment. She's standing outside outside doing the punishment. And um, Steve Coogan shows up and goes, you don't have to do this. And she goes, no, I have to do this amount of hours. Yeah, like the judge like, said so. Yeah. And then he's like, no, you don't. Get in, You want to get in the car? He, like, tries to get her to get in the car. I'm like, why are you trying to pick up all of the kids suddenly? Yeah. I don't understand what's happening. I'm trying to remember that exact. It's when point he's in the movie. like trying to meet Hillary. It's actually towards the end, but he's trying. Oh, it's to when meet... he's trying to find her. He's trying to find Hillary Duff. Yeah. So why is he trying to collect children along the way? He was he. I do know that he was trying to find Hillary Duff and was asking all the kids in her class where she was. Yeah, and then he was like, "Get in the car," and Josh Peck got in the car, yeah. and then Loot got in the car, and it's mm-hmm. like, or Loot didn't end up going in the car, but it was like. What? I this this whole movie, I guess it was nineteen eighty six. What can I say? It was nineteen eighty six. Uh I guess it was nineteen eighty six. You could ride in the car with your dead teacher's former friend if you want to. Yeah, and your dead teacher's <laughs> former friend is the one who gets to acquit you of your judge yep. mandated hours. And then she stands up to Molly Shannon and she goes, I think what you did was wrong like what you're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. But is that about the shoplift? Like Yeah. I, so loot Molly Shannon was like training Lute to be her choir mistress apprentice, like mm-hmm. her right hand man. Yeah. And wanted her to like be expunged, her record expunged before she would take on that responsibility. Okay. But then why did then Molly Shannon then shoplift? When did Molly Shannon shoplift? Oh my God. Molly Shannon shoplifted when she went to go try on jeans and she goes into the dressing room and there's another, Oh, she goes into the dressing room and then she walks out of the like exit, like with the jeans on the craziest shot, like weirdest angle all of a sudden. Yeah. Just where you could, it was like an aerial shot of the dressing room. It was so bizarre. And I got confused too, because the woman getting changed next to her looked a lot like Molly Shannon. Yeah. And I was like, are they, is it trying to, is it, what are they doing right now? Because they also did these like couple of moon shots that looked like surreal. Yeah. Yeah. There was a few like green screen things when yeah. they were in the woods, like on the ice rink. Yes. But it was 1986. Also, why Special did they, effects. also, why did they steal their teacher's body? Yeah. They were just having a really difficult time with his 
loss. But why did they steal his body? Slash, why did nobody notice? I mean, it is a movie. We do have to <laughs> give it a little bit of. But nobody noticed. I, I know. Well, that doesn't mean it doesn't mean they didn't notice. They just didn't get caught. Someone might have noticed. But that's not what the movie's about. So I guess it's just like the grave robbing at the very beginning. I was like, surely this is going to come up again. Like, Mm -hmm. are there no consequences? I guess it was the 80s. Yeah, 1986. (laughs) 1986. When you could rob a grave just like that. I mean, to be fair, he wasn't buried in the ground. They didn't have to dig him up. Yeah, but they did have to carry his coffin. It has handles. I thought that was a funny line. He's like, how'd you even <laughs> carry the coffin? And it they said, handles. it has handles. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a silly question because coffins yeah. get carried. They're meant to be carried, really. For pallbearers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I guess we did Paige's quotes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Spoiler. That's my favorite. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I, there was just so many, like, weird little strange disjointed elements with this. But I guess it makes sense if they're trying to allude to Molly Shannon being a killer. I don't know. Yeah, I I had to watch so many weird indie movies like when I was in college. This doesn't even scratch the surface. It so scr- I was like, it's not a great movie, but I wasn't so like, what in the world? Because <laughs> I've seen weirder. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that we were watching Shasta O'Neill go again, back to back same year. But she was supposed to be like a weirdo. In this one. Yeah. But she was the same character. She's the same. And what's weird about her? I like that she cried a lot. I really related to that. Can I ask you another question? Yeah. Did you get the impression that Tessa's baby yes. was Mr. C's? Yes. Why did they not? Why did no one think about that? I thought that was immediately what they were. I thought that's what it, they were going to reveal. What they I were leading so up too. to the whole time. I thought so too. And I think it's weird that they didn't and that's the only reason I wonder if it wasn't supposed to be implying that because they didn't address it yeah but it's like why didn't they address it I mean there was the one point because why would Tespi have been so upset with Mr. C and why would she have called him in like I thought that she was saying it was Lucy so that she didn't have to say it was her I thought so too but then she they later talk about like the incident where she saw them in the shed and she swears that she saw something happening. And so I do think she really thought something was going on between Hmm. Lucy and I guess I just, I interpreted that as she was still lying and because I feel like it happened to her and she was like, uh, not like, um, what's the word? I thought that accepting that like, yeah, I thought that that's what they were trying to get at as well. But then the way the whole ending played out, it was like, so no so that wasn't yeah like all of my notes are what's the message here I'm confused I mean it was negatively reviewed in the like all of the critics except for like one it was me oh I wrote a glowing glowing review review. (laughs) what was your favorite part of the movie just in general yeah for your review I don't know oh for my review um I really loved the swimming pool scene I was like dang I'd love to swim in an indoor pool Oh, yeah. And especially in New Hampshire, that would yeah. be so fun with a heated pool. Heated pool? Come on now. I'd Ugh. go to that party. 842 Hemlock? I wasn't even trying to remember it. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, they make such a big deal about how 
Hillary Duff tells him the address of the party and he's like, I'll remember it. I was like literally thinking about making that a trivia question for you. <laughs> I've accidentally remembered and it. And so I'm like, I'm glad I didn't. I do have one, a trivia question for you. Okay. But it's not from the movie, so you may not remember. Like okay. you may not know. Is it from the Challenger incident? I sure hope not. <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay. That'd be sad. <laughs> I also, yeah, sure hope not. Yeah. Okay. Um, Do you know what the original title for the film was? I don't know. I thought What go- what Goes Up was such a good name for it. I do too. Oh, it looks like it was originally purchased, purchased in 1999. Like the script was? Yeah, acquired. with oh. another script by, um, by Glatzer. Wow. Okay, interesting. Um, And Jared Harris was cast but i don't know who that is do you <laughs> no i'm mm. glad you threw that in there though yeah jared and kelly justice for them oh um, justice and you know what i gotta say on the same like review or like um what's the word uh synopsis they refer to hillary duff's character as a narcissistic seductress whoa which is so unfair no that's insane i know it's like it kind of reminds me of the perfect man review where that guy uh, yeah. was like just going after her and the mother, and he's like, "Those two narcissistic idiots yeah. have no idea how the real world works." Oh my word! Like so aggressive and insane. Yeah, that's crazy. I just don't like that. Um, no, I don't like that either. The original title of the film. Any guesses? No. Safety glass. Oh. Okay. I wonder why. Maybe something about the safety glass is part of the Challenger explosion. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Safety glass. I'm like, going to be thinking about this. Yeah. Break glass in case of emergency. I have no idea. Hmm. This is going to be my whole night now. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're going to be lot. tossing and turning all night. Safety glass. Safety. What does, what it, does it mean? mean? <laughs> well, oh uh, listeners, if you know, please comment on our Insta. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you think safety glass could mean. Could mean. I mean, I know what safety glass is, but like in relation to this movie, I mean obviously <laughs> yeah no we, we're just confused about that and we just want someone to explain safety glass to us i can't google it but i need to know what i it need is. to know guys all right wow that was a good trivia question it was i never would have guessed that in a million years by the way thank you well you guessed the address 842 hemlock <laughs> <laughs> i also learned that that's how socrates died yes it is yeah. who knew because he was fraternizing with the young yeah or, uh, what's the word? He was, like, trying to persuade them. Yeah. Know, it was, something. Yeah, like, or what's corrupt them. Corrupt, Corrupting, corrupting the Corrupting the youth, yeah. Um, which I feel like is pretty apt. Uh, but yeah. Wait, can we discuss the baby choking on the Mars? Oh my gosh. See, yeah. that was so messed up and so out of nowhere. We so watched... So insane. Josh Peck, I hate to even say this, he is, um... Like, he's being a peeping Tom, basically. Yeah. And is touching himself to a woman breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And because she has her breasts out. And then, basically, she leaves. He's stuck and the baby's there. He's about to leave. And then he notices that the baby is choking on a piece of the mobile. Yeah. His little... He's got, like, a solar system... Yeah. Mobile about yeah. him. Yeah, and it's Mars. <laughs> He's choking on Mars. He's choking on Mars. The That's the quote. So I will say, Josh Peck did the right thing. Yeah. Going inside. Yeah, and, and saving, saving the, baby. the baby. Yes. He risked his own reputation. He risked his own 
freedom. He could have been locked up for that, you know? Yeah, but it's, I don't, do they, does it, do you think it's implied, like, that they know why he was there, or is it just... I don't think so, because an, he then gets, like, an, an award. award. Yeah, so yeah. then he's, like, guilty. He feels guilty about it. Yes, yeah. Yeah, just like how Steve Coogan feels guilty about... Say it with me. Nothing. Angela. Oh, yeah, Angela. <laughs> Do you want to explain Angela? I don't think I can. <laughs> Basically, TLDR, Steve Coogan wrote an article about a woman named Angela and she ended up dying mm-hmm. um she died it's okay I don't think I can either she, <laughs> it's really difficult it's really difficult her the article was about her son yeah she lost her son she tragically lost, yes and so Steve Coogan wrote that about her, like she was trying to find justice mm-hmm. for her son who was murdered. After that article came out, she ended up taking her own life mm-hmm. and having it. But before the that, before she takes her own life, she has an, her and Steve Coogan fall in love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he feels guilty that he's written an article about this woman who is a hero and mm-hmm. has done this really hard thing not and doesn't acknowledge that she ended up completing yeah. suicide. Yeah. And then he wins the Pulitzer Prize. And he wins the Pulitzer Prize. Because of course he does. Right. <laughs> and is his editor supposed to be his ex-girlfriend? Um, I didn't get that, but what, what makes you... Because she was like, she came to the Pulitzer Prize, sorry, she came to tell him that he had won yeah. the Pulitzer Prize and he's like very like distracted basically and like won't celebrate with her and she the way that she like says something she's like it just it felt like there was like history there so it might just be Mm. history as like as colleagues and you know she's his boss they could have like worked together for a long time sure but and then she also said something like I'll take you back and I'm like does that mean that she'll take you back like as an employee or as like a romantic partner like oh, I was just very confused I see but the way that her face looked when they like left the scene I was like what does that mean she's looking lustfully like more like heartbroken oh she was Aww. she was sad like she yeah. went all the way out to conquer New Hampshire that is a trek yeah okay and it's cold I feel bad for her now yeah well pour one out and, and I will. Every day <laughs> ah, of my life. Hey, don't pour that on the computer. <laughs> and then the episode just ends. So <laughs> that'd be good. Well, I, we've kind of been discussing him all along, but shall we discuss Hillary Duff's love interest? Yeah. Steve Coogan as a love interest. I mean, he's really not pursuing her as much as the last guy was. Yeah. It's more. Except in, until the end when he is. Yeah. And then he finds out that she never actually slept with his friend. And then he realized, then he, then he decides not to sleep with her. It's a mess. They like make plans to see each other. He shows up with a ladder at her house and tries to go in. It's very weird. Regardless, he's in the negatives. I'm not trying to justify (laughs) anything. Obviously. Yeah. Of course. Goes without saying. Negative. I don't know, 40? What are you feeling? <laughs> yeah, negative 40 feels good. Negative, 40? negative 44, maybe. Okay. Just because that's my favorite number. I think negative 40 is good because of the accent. Oh, shoot. You know? Okay, negative 40 it is. Yeah. <laughs> now, 
What about Mr. C? Because she does, her character is in love with Mr. C. We really don't know anything about Mr. C. All we know is that he was once engaged to Molly Shannon. Well, also, Molly Shannon's kind of unhinged. She might have been exaggerating their relationship. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, wow. That's like a really valid point. She's the only one who says, did Sam tell you we were engaged? Oh, that's a really valid point. She could have made up the whole, she could have made up the whole romance in her head. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I'm, what? I, what was the point of the movie? I, <laughs> what's the they message? They don't always have points. They don't always have oh, Wow, this is a beautiful philosophy podcast as well as a Hilary Duff podcast. Well, yeah, I guess I'm giving him just like a net, net zero, like just a zero, like a neutral. Yeah, he also is not a character. So yeah, I think so that it's hard to judge. <laughs> yeah, so I think zero is perfect. Yeah, okay, perfect. Okay, cool. Well, who would you tag yourself oh as? Oh my gosh. Maybe we're the weird girls who are like petting each other. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he Steve Hoogan says the those twin girls. Uh-huh, those and, tw- yeah. And someone's like, they're not twins, and he's like, well, those twin like girls. <laughs> I think he goes the twinsy girls. Then. Twinsy girls. That's what he says. The twinsy so girls. I guess we're tagging ourselves as the, the twinsy, twinsy girls. girls. Yeah. Oh well, he may not be a, a twinsy girl, but he is in our hearts. <laughs> We have a special deleted scene from our friend and honorary twinsy girl, Matthew, Matthew? Layden. It was you, wasn't it? Don't you fucking deny it. After everything I did for you? Oh, gosh, these kids, they just take and take and you give and then you get treated like shit. I didn't kill anybody. Oh, oh, Sam, Sam, why did you have to die? Hey, Miss Little. Oh, oh, Tess, you scared the shit out of me. Don't sneak up on teachers, Tess. Sorry, Miss Little. Um, I just want to say, I know you didn't kill Mr. C. What? Of course I didn't kill Mr. C. What are you talking about? He killed himself. I know, but I think I might know why. You see, I I reported something about him that was gonna make him lose his job, and I think that's why he did it. What? Lucy? It was you? Lucy, no, wait. Wow. And to think I was there for you when you got your abortion. Well, next time you need an abortion, Don't come to me. (laughs) Gosh, this is all my fault. Yeah, it is your fault, Tess. You know, being a teacher is hard enough. What exactly did you report about Mr. C? It it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I, I should go. Gosh, what are these kids doing these days? Maybe I do need to give shoplifting a try. Hey, Loot, how did you get caught stealing those jeans? I want to know what not to do. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Matthew. I I really meant it when I said you're our twinsy. You are a twinsy. You're a twinsy. We love you. That was that was incredible. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I expect that to be nominated for for something. A Pulitzer. A Pulitzer. If Steve Coogan can get one, 
So can we. So can we. So please um, uh, submit us to Pulitzer.com, I, I can only yeah. assume. I think they're taking nominations. Yeah. And if you can't do that, just subscribe, I guess. Yeah. Subscribe. Uh, uh, everything we said at the beginning. Yeah. Well, follow us on Insta. Follow us on TikTok. Send us an email. And, okay. And let's hope that this next movie that we're reviewing next week isn't about Hillary Duff. Um, it's gonna be kissing a much older man. We can only hope. <laughs> well, I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And, and this was History Duffs. Duffs.